Where do we start this? And the answer doesn't matter. We're having a good time. Right. <laughs> he couldn't wait to get in here. You need sales balls to make sales calls. Sure. I'm tweeting that puppy. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. We're your hosts, Jeffrey and Jen Gittimer. I'm the author of The Little Red Book of Selling and 15 other best-selling books and the creator of the seven-figure sales formula program. I grew up in Philadelphia, sold in New York City, but was smart enough to move to Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm the author of Sales in the New York Minute and creator of Breakthrough Business Babe Community. Fun fact, I'm obsessed with our dogs and consider them humans. If you have a dog, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Sell or Die is for sales professionals, salespeople, sales managers, entrepreneurs, and business owners who want to sell more at full price, earn loyalty, and have an unlimited stream of referrals. Every single episode is going to give you real-world, easy-to-implement solutions so that you can get your calls returned, your proposals read and acted on, all while creating relationships that you can take all the way to the bank. It's time to sell or die. Jen, welcome to Sell or Die. We have an amazing show today with respect to our diehard audience. And if you're a diehard and you're thinking about what the hell am I doing following up with this person for the 22nd time, he hasn't returned, she hasn't returned my call, Am I doing the right thing? Um, when do you quit? Well, what's what's the secret sauce of follow up? Yeah. So, and and this is like this is a struggle that every salesperson, business owner, anyone who's who's trying to make more deals has. You can't tell me you've been in deal making in some way and in sales in some way and have never thought to yourself, should I follow up again or am I being annoying? Is it? how many times is too many times to follow up or most people, what they do is they, they don't follow up enough because they know they're being annoying. And so we want to talk today about what is the right cadence? What is the right amount of time, number of times to follow up when to give up versus when not to give up. And I'm going to throw one in there, Jeffrey, what to do to avoid having to follow up like this. Yeah. I would also throw one other thing in there. Is it follow up or follow through? Well, let's talk about that. What's what the difference you to you? Follow up is, did you get the contract? Did you get the email? Or did you get this? Or have you made the decision <laughs> yet? And follow up is about where's the money? Follow through is about what's happening with the deal. What happens once they take ownership? What happens after they say, okay, that's genuine follow through. So I think that you should, first of all, define in your head, are you following up or following through? And if you're only following up, then you're probably still wondering where's the money. Oh. So it's interesting because in tennis, at the end of your shot, you follow through. You have to go all the way, follow through. They don't call it, okay, at the end of the shot, follow up. No, you follow through till the end and where your follow through is like where your elbow is basically at the end, that's where your ball's going to go. 
So to me, I think of it the same with the follow through in sales, where the direction you're pointing that follow through that wherever you're navigating it towards, that's where your sales going to go. And so if you're like half assing your follow up, maybe not even realizing, maybe your subconscious is getting in the way saying, well, I'm not going to win this deal. So I'm going to, you know, just whatever. I'll get back to them a day later. It doesn't matter or whatever. And your follow through isn't on point. Guess where it's going to land? And it shows that your balls are scattered. <laughs> In the meantime. Your balls. <laughs> yeah, I know. As you know, for years I've preached the following. You quit following up when you believe in your heart that you can no longer help this person. If you believe in your heart that you can help them, then you follow up and follow through until... They say, never call me again, you jackass. I mean, and I've actually written letters to people that said, listen, I'm going to follow up with you. I believe in my heart I'm best for you. So I'm going to follow up until you tell me, never call me again. And then I'll follow up for three more weeks and then that's it. So what you've done there, Jeffrey, just to break that down, is you've incorporated humor into it, which is so Jeffrey style and I love it. And, you know... Some guru took whatever it is that you've said for years and some guru has taken whatever you've said for years and they they messed they messed it up because they've said to people and I've, and if you have received this and if you've been on the receiving end of it you know how annoying it is okay when you get that email that's like total spam they've messaged you three or four times you don't respond because it's spam you don't know them it's annoying whatever and then they say Jen I'm going to keep following up because I believe I can help you. A, you know, never contact me again. B, I've slipped under a rock and fallen and can't get out and need your help. See, and they have all these like stupid things that they think is funny. Just let me know which letter. Just all you have to do is send me one letter back. That is terrible. That is terrible. Okay. That is not. It's the letter how- F. It's the letter <laughs> F. <is> right. <laughs> The letter F. <laughs> I love that. No, but that is not how you communicate with people. So why would you send this kind of crazy, stupid ass email? If you've done it, I'm sorry. Don't do it anymore. Okay. It's terrible. And I hate being on the receiving end of those because I literally just delete them. That's it. I delete them and I don't delete emails. I delete those. So my suggestion is think about how to be a human being. And what you would say if you were in front of the person and how could you be genuine about it? So that's why what Jeffrey is saying works so well, because if I'm if I'm trying to sell to you, Jeffrey, and I really believe that I can help you know, if I don't believe I can help you, I shouldn't be trying to sell to you in the first place. Right. But if I believe I can help you, I'm not going to sit down in front of you and say, hey, Jeffrey, pick a letter. A is whatever. But no, I'm going to sit down and say, listen, I really believe I can help you. So I'm going to keep following up because I believe in my heart that I can help you achieve X, Y, Z. How much more friendly and genuine does that sound? And doesn't that make you open to want to respond? Everyone who's in our position, all of the acknowledged sales leaders have had all kinds of follow-up. I did this 41 times. I did this 52 times. And finally, the guy said yes. There's all kinds of stories about someone that will finally say yes. And the reason is you decided that you could help the person and you communicated it. 
You communicated it in a truthful, responsible manner. And they said, okay. I mean, it's, it's not that big of a deal. You're not burdening somebody. You're not like pushing them over the edge. You're not giving them some kind of threat that if they don't do this. And, and the worst part is someone will email me and go, oh, I just wanted to get back up to the top of your pile. Like, seriously? Pile of what? They're stupid people. They're trying their hardest to do what their boss told them to do. No ingenuity to it whatsoever. Yeah, and I don't know that they're stupid people. I think they're just trying to follow directions, but but maybe their boss is stupid (laughs) and giving out bad directions, you know, and, and, and doing something that their boss has never even tried themselves because they would know that that kind of stuff doesn't work. Where's the value? That's all I want to know. If you can show me where the value is and your follow-up is valid. Okay. So that's a really great point because what happens is people follow up in what they think is, you know, becoming follow through. And then they get to this point where their next email, really all you want to ask as a salesperson is, hey, did I get the sale? Are we moving forward? What's that look like? But you can say that because that sounds icky, right? And so you're like, well, I don't know what to ask because it it sounds like I don't want to just ask, did I get the sale? But really, that's what you're wondering. And so let's talk about how to make that follow through more valid, as you're saying, Jeffrey, and, and what kinds of value you can offer throughout the follow through process so that it doesn't feel icky. Yeah, I think that's a book title, Jen. This sounds icky. <laughs> Uh-oh. And, and it sounds icky because you don't believe it's it's right. You don't believe it's truthful. You don't believe it's real. You're just trying to follow up to be, you're looking desperate. Correct? Yeah, and you're feeling desperate. You know, this is my 30-second follow-up. You never quit if you believe in your heart you can do something and and that something is valuable for the customer. If it's only yeah. valuable for you, then it's follow-up and it's bullshit. But if it's valuable for the customer, then it's follow-up leading to follow-through. Yeah. And so what what I'll do is I'll send things during throughout the process that I think will be valuable to the prospect. It might be an article about something there that we've spoken about. It might be something that I've written that further reiterates whatever it is we're talking about, but stuff that's going to help them, not just, Hey, are we moving forward? Are we moving? And you really have to think about what's going to help them so that they can begin to see that you are a value provider before you even get the sale. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. Let's move forward together. You have to have something that makes the other person smile. You have to have something that makes the other person think. And you have to have something that the other person perceives as valuable. And then you can move forward. Otherwise, you're just a freaking sales guy trying to make a deal. Or gal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's this other notion of not avoiding the long, arduous follow-up process by putting the right things in place up front. So for example, I never leave a sales call without the next call. Okay. Because let's say I'm done with the call and it's the next step. Okay, send me the agreement, send me the proposal, whatever. 
the number and, and I see this with business owners all the time. They say, OK, here's the price. Do you want to do this? Yes. OK, great. Whatever. And then they're like, OK, I'll send you the agreement so you can sign it. And then crickets, crickets. And then you have to go. They're like, you're like, but on the call, they seem like they really want to move forward. And now they're not even responding. What's going on? You know what's going on? Maybe they're just busy. Like we have no idea what's going on. But what's going on is you didn't make that next appointment. And so what I Correct. have my clients do and what I do is I will literally say, okay, I'm going to send you the agreement. Here's our next call. We're going to have an implementation call. We're going to have a get started call on XYZ date. That gives them a deadline by which they need to pay, sign the agreement, do whatever the things are. And that helps set limits to when this process is going to happen. Otherwise, it like, you can have any offer on the planet and without a deadline, it's going to lag on forever and ever. And so I create, I like have self-imposed deadlines based on what they agree to on that call. You look like. And if you know anything about the other person, you can provide something of value that will actually help them. Um, I had this coin that I got the other day. I'm going to try to show it. If you're listening, called, it looks like a coin with a thinker on it. And it says, and it selling, says ideas. selling ideas. Oh, wow. It's like a and, bronze coin and it's very beautiful. And if you have an idea, you can say, listen to the guy. I said, listen, I have an idea. All I'd like to do is have the chance to talk to you about it and done. Otherwise, I have a follow up and I want to find out if you've reached the decision yet. And yes, I have. The decisions no. I mean, why would you even think about just giving yourself an opportunity to have no as an answer? I have an idea. I want to run it by you. If you like it, run with it. If you don't, I get it. So diehards, you know that we do these live now in Jeffrey's Insiders Club. And so what happens is while we're uh, recording the podcast for you, we actually have a live audience here that is commenting, engaging with us, asking questions. And so we're going to answer some of their questions live on the show. And Bruce asks, what is the key strategy to maintain control of the ball and not leave the ball in their hands? And the key strategy is ask a question and that puts you back in control. If you yeah. give a statement, you've lost control. So, and I'm going to add to that. The key is knowing where you want the ball to go. So if you know exactly where you want the ball to land, then you have to work backwards from that place and ask questions that'll guide them there. And so if you know, okay, I want to figure out what the next step is going to be, then, you know, they, they seem like they're moving forward. I want to figure out by when, then you need to ask yeah. questions of what is it going to look like to get started? When, when are you hoping to put this in place? What, you know, what will that do for you? All those things that you're literally guiding them there. Jeffrey says, when I see the path, what do you say about me? I see the path to a sale. I don't, I don't know how you say it. Yeah. Well, Jen smells money. And because Jen can smell money, she knows exactly where the money is all the time, at all times. She may talk about bullshit, but in the end, anyway, she smells the dollars and she knows exactly where they are and she'll stay on it until she gets it. And in my mind, what's going on is a little mind map. It's like a money mind map. 
And so I'm thinking, okay, here's where the sale can take place. And by the way, yes, I love money, but I also love making impact. I also deeply love serving and helping other people and know that it takes money to make that happen. And so what I do is I figure out where is the end? And most people, when they're selling, they're thinking about where they are right now. They're trying to be so present to that. And that's great. Be present. But also, it's kind of like chess where you have to be thinking two or three steps ahead. So if I move this way, where are they going to move? If I move that way, where are they going to move? And so I'm literally, it's like a game in my head. And that's why it's so fun. And so you can do this too. You can gamify anything for your own self. And if you think about it like this, and then you think about where you want it to land, ask questions, boom, the follow-up the follow through is yours. So let's answer Randall's uh, question. I learned 20 years ago, follow up is an event, follow through is a process. This is more than relevant today. It's totally, totally relevant. And you all have to decide for yourself. You two should get together, Brian Goodwin. Um, is he talking about us? Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey we already a good team. the deal, people. <laughs> <laughs> he followed through on that one. <laughs> oh man. All right. We're going to wrap up this episode. Thank you for okay. being on the podcast live. We're going to get back to our Facebook group, Die Hard. Until next time, I'm Jen Gittimer. I'm her secretary, Jeffrey Gittimer. I'm challenging you to get out there and sell something, follow through until you win something even if your ass falls off. Cheers until next time. Thank you so much for listening to Sell or Die. We hope that this episode has helped you transform the way you think, given you new ideas, and provided you a new perspective on the sales and business challenges that you face every day. So you can get out there and win the customer all the way to the bank. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps us help more people just like you make a difference in this world. Don't forget to take a screenshot, share it in your Instagram stories and tag us at Jeffrey Gittimer and at Jen Gittimer. See, See you, you next, next week. week.